everybody, welcome back to the PJ Show, and today we have a very special guest on the topic of business. So, Caitlin, can you introduce yourself? Yes, hi everyone, I'm Caitlin, I'm 20 years old, and I have been a online business owner for about 20, 20 years now, no, two years now, <laughs> um, and I started when I was 18 years old, and I am absolutely in love, that it's changed my entire life, and I'm super, super excited to be on here with you. Thank you. What made you start your business? Really, it was about wanting more for myself. I was someone who was given a lot growing up, and I know, um, you know, for some people, they relate to that. For some people, they don't relate to that, and I could have very easily taken two different routes in my life going off to college. Um, I could have definitely been okay with my parents pretty much giving me everything, or I could go off and create my own success, and I decided to take have the harder way out by joining this business and kind of going all in with it, but overall, I really just wanted my own financial and time freedom. I wanted to travel the world. Um, I wanted to do more for myself and obviously make an impact on, on more people in my life, so that is kind of the gist of why I joined. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. So what's like your advice for seeking out help from others like within your business? How did you seek out help to build this foundation, build your brand? What was that whole process like? So for me, I seeked out help from mentors who are already successful, obviously. But I think it's really, really important for people to know if you're gonna if you're gonna ask for help from from mentors, you have to make sure you give the before you ask. Um, and so when it comes to especially people who are very busy and very successful already, I always, always, always try, especially if this mentor is extremely successful in our in our company, I always try to give them something or show them that I'm serious about what I'm saying before I'm asking them to take time out of their day to help me because I want to make sure that they know their time's not being wasted. So uh, that, was, that was one thing. So I really tried finding people who are already where I wanted to in this business and ask them for for that support for that help um and then aside from that i mean podcast and everything i ask you know sidelines and people who i can relate with and, and uh, really vibe with who are in my same position as well for for help and support okay okay so i, I should have mentioned this before but can you say the name of the business that you're in Yes, I'm in Mommy. We're a network marketing company. Um, it's a billion-dollar company, and we've been around for about five years now. I think I think personal development is why I'm successful in this business. So as soon as I got into this, I was told, you know, obviously we, we never really know what's going on when we first join something new, but I was told to listen to a book. It's called Get Over Your Damn Self. It's incredible, especially for people in the network marketing industry. Uh, this was the very first personal development book I listened to, and it instantly gave me the confidence to go out and get over my limiting beliefs, to get past you know the obstacles. I, I expected obstacles, uh, mm-hmm. but I think that that book really helped me overcome them and my own limiting beliefs, my own fears. So it's really... Like, success is always going to be 90% mindset, 10% mechanics. So working on personal development is super, super, super important for me. Um, I listen to it very, very often from, 
you know, online mentors who I can relate to and who have something to give and has shown that they're already successful in the industry as well. I've always feared, first of all, speaking in front of people, that has always been a big fear for me, and I knew joining this business would challenge me, and I was okay with that, because I knew that, you know, growth happens when you're uncomfortable, so really getting into this and throwing myself into, uh, like, these calls, for instance, those scare me to this day, but it's definitely something that's helped me um, become a better leader. Like, if you can't, if you can't speak to people, you can't lead people, and if you can't right. lead people, you can't inspire people, make a bigger impact, so that's definitely something I've been working on. Um, and then aside from that, just like caring about what people think. That was a huge, I know it's a really big fear for a lot of people. And that was me. I was always a people pleaser growing up. And I think that getting into this business and really, um, you know, being able to show people that I'm not my past. Based off of all of this, who inspires you? Like, who are your mentors? And can you explain a little bit why? But as far as mentorship goes, yeah, I, I really found a lot of mentorship through through podcasts for the most part. Okay, so podcast, that's funny. <laughs> uh, what do you envision for the success of your business? The success for my business, I have a huge vision with this business and with, you know, my own personal growth, but also with our team, I want to impact thousands and thousands of people. I want to change the world through this industry, and I know for a fact we will do exactly that. Um, we're changing lives, and that's that's kind of the overall vision, and that's what's important to me is that we're making an impact and also making an income, and we're able to really challenge people and mm-hmm. get them out of their own way so that they can see the dreams that they've always wanted for their life because it's possible. And, and Kayla Calhoun always says that she says, you can come from Yale or you can come from jail. It doesn't matter. You can be successful in this. And I really want people to realize that it doesn't, you're not just, your future is not determined by your past. It doesn't matter where you came from. You can still be happy, have a fulfilled job and, and live out your, your wildest dreams Yeah, so you mentioned, like, you want to challenge people. So exactly how how do you think you uh, go about within this business challenging people to be them, their best selves? So I love to challenge people. I think that it's, it, it's without challenge, there's no growth. Um, I love to challenge people by having them step outside their comfort zone, kind of like I had to do. Yeah. So I do this with my girls a lot. Like, I'll kind of throw them into a team call. Um, you know, they're super nervous, but assuring them that, you know, this is where to a, a bigger business, to a bigger impact, um, to growing your team. So when I'm challenging people, I don't just challenge them. I try to help them see what the outcome is from stepping outside their comfort zone. It's not just...
this is beautiful. <laughs> you you, you spinning real facts here, okay? Um, what's some advice you have for entrepreneurs, small business owners, or future CEOs, etc.? Like, what do you what what's some advice you can give them moving forward? Don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up. No matter the obstacle, like business is not about seeing results right away. Like chase. Focus on focus on activities over results. I think that's the biggest thing because if you just focus on the results, you are going to quit early on, and you won't stay, you won't stay in the game long enough to actually see the success that you're able to create in this. And people quit so early on because they don't realize that it's going to be work, 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 work. Get paid for a little bit until they're able to just get paid, get paid, get paid. Um, and so I think people realizing that, <laughs> you know, it, you're in this for the long game. You should be the last one standing. That's something that I've, you know, committed myself to to being is the last one standing regardless of who comes in and out of business, who, like, what comes my way. I want to be the last one standing because I want to show people that this is, this is possible. Yeah, because I think, you know, you talk about mindset. Like, a lot of people is stuck in the nine to five, like, and used to, getting instant gratification like I get a reward I get paid this day I get paid this day but really it's more of like putting in the work and then you get a payment not that this is just something that's ongoing so that's that's pretty interesting yeah, you, to bring up yeah I know I totally agree it's because we're raised to believe that we have to work to get paid but that's all yes you have to work to get paid but at the end of the day with entrepreneurship you work hard for the next four years and you can live a whole life of abundance and freedom for the rest of the time that you're on this earth. Like, it's it's hard sometimes, but if you're able to see through those obstacles and reconnect, you know, your why and your vision to what you're going through, then you're going to be able to do anything, overcome anything, and you will literally be unstoppable. Um, and the goal is freedom for everyone. So that's going to come with, you know, persistence and consistency. Yes, yes. Thank you for that. Um, so that's all I have as far as questions. Thank you for being on the PJ show. Um, yes, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm definitely going to have you back. So. <laughs> Yay. Let's do it, girl. I'm excited. Yes, thank you. And we're signing off on the PJ show. There will be more people I'll be interviewing. Uh, on to the next episode. Goodbye, y'all. And welcome to the PJ show. And we have with us, introduce yourself. Um, my name is Ladesia, but I per way prefer Deja. And that's what I go by. And I am a visual artist from Chicago. Of course, I love Chicago. <laughs> I'm a visual artist. I'm a major right now in graphic design, but I'm really kind of just a painter, if I'm being completely honest. But I own a business... Um, it's kind of like an organization, not really, but it is a magazine company, and what I do is I make a magazine that's completely centered around people of color art and empowerment, and I want my platform to be kind of just a place of, like, peace and, like, res restoration, and, yeah, I just want it to be very empowering. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. So, what made you start your business? Um, 
when I was in high school, I was in the art scene, like, heavily, and I would go to different shows, like, all city and stuff like that, and I'd be in them, and I was like, um, this is cool and all, but, like, hello, where's more black people, like, that are actually in the institution and not just, like, submitting their work like I wanted to see more black people kind of in charge and empowering our work rather than kind of putting it on show as a thing just because they're like wow look at this work about black people let's put this in here for diversity like I didn't want to just be in a show because they needed diversity I wanted to be in it because they actually cared and they actually wanted to empower my work and not just kind of put me on a display if that makes sense yeah I definitely understand what you mean I get that a lot with you know different tv shows and stuff like you're not really adding us you're just kind of portraying us like giving us a, a stereotype of something you know and that yeah, it's definitely like a big diversity hire. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that definitely plays a role into that. So, what's like your advice for seeking out help from others when you were like starting up your business and you created this? Um, you say magazine? Yeah. Yeah, like um, actually, that didn't start off as a magazine. It started off as just art shows. Now it's like, okay, um, I'm going to college, so I want to start a magazine. <laughs> That's pretty official, too. Like, okay, so you said it started off as art shows and then expanded to something else. Okay, that's cool. So how has your business developed your mindset and, like, personal development? What do you think you, like, gain from this? Like, what what personal development or what's something that happened to you that made that big jump from doing this in high school to doing some, this in college? Like, what certified it? Um, well, for me, like... It was really, like, that whole seeking help from others and things like that. And I would go around to different people because I had won a scholarship at John Walls Foundation, which is, like, a big thing of why I even was able to start this and winning grants, especially, like, ones from Black-owned organizations. It's amazing because they kind of have this, like, family value to them, and that's amazing. And then you get to go to, like, events. And then when you go to events, you meet more people. And a lot of, like, a lot of my inspiration and why I'm still going is because I went to a lot of Black events. Like, events just full of black people having fun, and then I started towing them, and I was like, wow, I'm, like, really in a community right now, and I want to keep this community going or even build my own, so I kind of just, it kind of made me want to keep sticking with it and keep going. That's beautiful. (laughs) So, like, who inspired you? Do you have any specific mentors that keep you going? Like, Um, yeah. I don't really know if I can say I have mentors, but definitely, like, that foundation, John Walton Foundation, they definitely, like, really inspire and just keep me at working. I don't know. Because I, like, won that scholarship, it kind of just completely flipped my life all the way around. And since then, I've just been on a roll, and they always support me through everything I do. Like, they've even asked me to come do, like, events with them and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, you guys really believe in me, so I gotta keep going, don't I? Yeah. That, that's a... They, they pushing you like, girl, we saw something and you keep going. We gonna... Literally. That's collab. Let's do something. That's that's good. That's really good. It's one of the best foundations. I literally just, yeah, I adore them. That, yeah, I, I do too. What is it? <laughs> um, what do you envision for the success of your business? Like, since you having these people pushing you and, you know, you exploring different things, doing creative stuff... What's 
what's the vision? What's the end goal here? Um, I don't even know if there is an end goal. <laughs> I <laughs> know that though. I want to start, like, being more, like, recently I've been looking more at professionalism because I started this off as, like, a fun kind of project, not, like, thinking, wow, this can be long-term. Yeah. But I am kind of switching my focus now, and I'm trying to, like, get published in, like, different places, and I'm trying to start doing more vending, like, at different, like, events and stuff, and I want to try to kind of just get it out there as much as possible, gain a big real following, keep doing interviews, hopefully, like, someday get invited to stuff and mm -hmm. be able to interview people in person on video because we want to start doing in-person interviews. I just kind of see it going wherever I kind of want it to. If that makes sense, like if I say, like I have one of these artists that's my favorite. He's not black, but like he's great. <laughs> it's a white artist. His name is Kid Super, and he started off as a fashion. Like he's he is a fashion designer. But the thing is, he has a tendency to just do whatever he wants with his brand because he's like it's my brand. He has like a soccer team. He started a popcorn stand for like a month. He had a he made a theater like inside of a building and then took it down like a month late like he basically does whatever he thinks about he's like you know what that'd be fun i'm gonna do it and then he gains support does it right and he just keeps going and does it whenever and however he wants to and that's exactly how i want to be and he's a painter too so it's like hello but yeah <laughs> That's that's pretty cool. That's, wait, so you said that there is no end goal because you want to be able, like, you see so many different possibilities with it. That's yeah, awesome. I can see it, like, really going wherever it wants to go. And just maneuvering over here. Like, it's there, it's here, all around. Literally, And yes. I think you could do all of them at once, though. Like, you know, starting off at the beginning with all those possibilities that you just named and then boom. Some gonna get like some gonna be great or all. <laughs> that's that's a pretty like I never looked at it that way, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I want to like it's your brand. You don't have to like stick to something just straightforward and be like that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go start with that because sometimes like people lose passion for certain things or like. Yeah. They just don't feel like doing that anymore, and then they do something that they love, but they start to make it feel more like a business and a chore than what they actually love to do. That's like how I was with art for a minute. Like I had, I was in school for art for, in high school as well. So mm -hmm. then, like I got to college and I left high school, and I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I stopped painting for I think like two years. And I went to college and I majored in graphic design. I was planning on fine arts like my whole high school career. And then I went to college and I was like, yeah, I'm tired of it. And I'm back to painting. But like, yeah, you just get burnt out sometimes. It feels like a chore. Yeah, because we're taught like at a young age, you know, to aspire to this thing and then to grow up and be that and have the good grades for this and for that. And then we get up there and we like, okay, I did all this because I was supposed to, but do I want to? Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Like, at first I was on, like, this fast track to going into science. I still love science. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was going to, like, Malcolm X, like, Saturday Academies for, like, science. Like, I was doing um, STEM. And it was cool and all. Mm -hmm. I was on this, like, really good pace trying to get to, like, this science career. But then the older I got, because I had stopped making art, and one day I just started again. And I was like, why would I go into science for real? Like, <laughs> I love it. It's great. But, like, I, if I 
had to do this long term, I might lose my hair by the age of 30. I'm not about to do that. Right. <laughs> I had an art teacher that was like, you need supplies? I can help you. I have a lot of supplies in my closet. And she like had, she, she was just amazing. And I, I, I'm so mad I lost contact with her. But yeah, she, um, she was great. She gave me all my supplies that I needed because she just had something extra to get into my high school. And then I went to high school and then I improved. And it was great. <laughs> Yes, it's just pretty, pretty cool experience. Okay, I digress a little bit, but okay. So, what is some advice? This is the last question. What is some advice you can give for entrepreneurs, small business owners, future CEOs, future people that want to probably, you know, now you're doing mag, you doing um, magazines now. Maybe a young person, you know, want to do that too. And like, what's some advice you will give for them moving forward? I would definitely say use YouTube. Um, (laughs) YouTube has so many business-related videos that will get you started off on the right track. And also, I would also, like, I get that you would probably want to start off, like, with all the legal stuff done and stuff like that. But in all honesty, if I'm giving my honest gut opinion, I don't think you should start off trying to, like, do all the registering and stuff. I feel like you should start off by just trying it out for, like, a few months, maybe even a year. Just start it. Just go ahead and do it. And just, if it takes off and you actually end up loving it, then you can start focusing on getting that real, real, like, requirements, like registering your LLC and stuff. Because that stuff is stuff that you need to do because you can get in trouble if you don't. But, yeah. that's all but this is so nice this conversation learning just about you i think your business represents you you know and you are just a genuine person that likes exploring different possibilities and that's that's amazing you're beautiful thank you so much thank you thank you for being here and again list your socials for them to follow you on instagram Oh, of course. Um, Instagram is braided mag, so it's like braided, like that you word in mag. Um, my regular Instagram is Deja JPEG. Um, and yeah, then I have Twitter, and I'm trying to gain more momentum on Twitter because yes, Twitter's it's just a-, a good platform. It is great for me to talk shit. And yes, yes, Twitter is definitely for that. It is for that because I'd be on there. I have to be roasting the hell out of some white people. I can't. Um, <laughs> so if you want to follow me there, it's braided but with four D's, and yeah, yes. So follow her on her socials, Instagram. And thank you for being here at the PJ show again. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I love it. Um, So we're going to have more people to interview on the topic of business. We'll be right back with you. Adios, people. And have a wonderful day. Night. Have a wonderful night. (laughs) Today we have another guest with us. Ariane, can you please um, introduce yourself and where you're from? Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Ariane. I'm from Chicago. I'm 19, and I go to the University of Illinois in Champaign. And I have a lip gloss business called Rush's Razzle Gloss. Yes, thank you. The topic today is about business, so I'm going to ask you, what made you start your business? Like, how did that start out? <laughs> so, 
I've always been wanting to start a business, like, ever since I've been in high school, but I couldn't really think about, like, the logistics and, like, how I was going to fund it and stuff like that. So once I got into college, like, I started thinking about things that we needed on campus. Like, we have a beauty supply, but it's, like, far off of campus. Like, you have to go to the terminal, and then you got to take a bus from the terminal. That's a lot to be doing if you just want some lip gloss. Like, that's a lot of moves to be making. So I was like, what can I do? Like, how can I start my own thing that I can have on campus and outside of campus to, like, you know, give to other people, not even just at Urbana? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. So what advice? So I know starting all this out, you was like, okay, I was seeing what was a need on campus. Like, I don't need to go all the way over here to go get some lip gloss. So what's some advice that you have for others seeking out help or like asking when they first starting up their own business? Like, what was some of the problems, challenges, obstacles, difficulties that you went through with starting up yours? One thing I would definitely say that's big is research. Whatever you are trying to start a business doing, you need to research way in advance. Like, and it's definitely creating a plan to like make sure you know exactly what you're trying to do, like how much you need, and also like starting out with testing. Like, you don't want to buy a whole bunch of products in bulk. And thinking, like, off that, that you're going to be able to sell them all. You want to start small, know, like, what to process that's going to sell, and just making sure that, like, you're prepared. It's always best to start with a plan and to start small, because if you start too big, you've lost more money than you've gained before you realize how much you can actually make from what you're doing. Yes, that's right. So... How has your, like, mindset developed through all this, like, your personal development through your business? Oh, it's like I've actually had to take into account, like, I have to do a lot of this on my own because it's really just me. I mean, I get a little bit of advice from, like, you know, my mom or any other people trying to help me. But, like, I'm making all the decisions when it comes to the business, like, what I want to do, what products I want to use and stuff like that. So, like, you have to really think for other people and yourself, like, making sure that it's not just what you would like, but what other people may like as well. So I've had to, like, get out of the mindset of, oh, this is what I like, and what would somebody else like? Okay, so being considerate of others is what you would say? Yeah. Okay, so before you mentioned that you weren't really, it's just what you like, and so how did you go about reaching out to others and finding out, like, okay, this would be good, or this would be good? What was that whole process like? So before I actually started, like, putting my lip gloss, like, on the market, I would give, like, free samples to my mom or my grandma, my aunties, like, so they could test it out first. Because I knew that, like, adults older would be my biggest audience when it comes to, like, critiquing. So I was like, okay, let me have them try it. Let me tell them, like, what the ingredients are, and they can tell me, like, what they like best or what I think that, what they think I should take out in order to make it be better. All right, so you mentioned, like, older people, them being, like, your audience to test everything out. So just on the outskirts of it, looking at the business as a whole, would you say that those people, like, who are your mentors? Who inspired you to do this 
uh, individual, uh, anybody? Definitely one of my mentors is my cousin. She is a esthetician, so she has a makeup business called Amore Slay. And she started it about a year ago. And she has definitely been, like, my biggest inspiration for this. Like, she gives me a lot of advice on, like, how to, you know, like, broadcast to the social media and, like, you know, how to get my product out there and, like, you know, put in hashtags and stuff to make sure that it reaches more people. She's been a big inspiration because her business has gone so far within just a year. So she's been, like, kind of side-by-side helping me with that. Okay, so with her help and everyone's else help and then your own vision for your own business, what do you envision a success of your lip gloss business or just in general, what do you envision for yourself? Well, right now, it's starting off small, you know, because I've been starting at home and with the quarantine and everything, I've been shipping as many packages as I can. But I think that it'll really, like, increase once I go back to school because there are thousands of kids at UIUC and like once you tell one person then it turns into a bunch of other people knowing like once you tell one friend then they tell their friends and it just gets bigger and like once I get enough revenue in then I know like I can start adding other things like bath bombs or any other kinds of cosmetics that I want to add to the business all right so you waiting for a larger audience this is what I hear yes okay and then, yeah, school, being on campus, like, travel, word does travel. Yes, definitely. So, what is some advice you have for entrepreneurs, small business owners, future CEOs, or people that just want to start off small like you, start their own lip gloss business, or I don't know. What's yeah, advice? my advice is just to make sure that you plan, like, I didn't just start thinking about this overnight and then was like, boom, okay, I'm going to start doing it. Like, I started thinking about this in, like, December while I was at school. And it was like, okay, well, what can I start doing? Like, and you don't have to, like, be impulsive and start buying things. Like, you just have to make sure you know exactly what you want to do. And don't get intimidated by, like, other people doing something similar to what you're doing as well because, Everybody is doing it differently. Although it may look the same, what you bring to the table and what somebody else brings to the table might be different. So still go for what you want to do. Like, there are lots of people that sell lip gloss, but as long as you can put yourself forward and show showcase what you have and what you bring to the table and keep adding modifications to make it different from somebody else's, then there's no way that you won't succeed. Yes. That that is beautiful <laughs> to end that one off. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think a lot of people they get so caught up in like everybody's doing it and they lose their own individuality, uniqueness, creativity that makes theirs better. So <laughs> thank you for being here on the PJ show and uh, follow her Instagram. You can say your Instagram handles and your website. Yes, my Instagram is Rasha's Razzle Gloss, underscore between Rasha and Razzle. And my Facebook page, business page, is also Razzle Gloss as well. And you can also just add me on my regular Facebook, Arianne Brown, and I can just send you an invite. Yes. And y'all, 
honestly, what caught my attention with your business was like, oh, fad a la holla. Like, I don't know. Just even the language kind of like, okay, this is nice. Let me go support, you know? So adding individuality, I really, I like that. And yeah, go buy hello flowers. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so glad you had me on your show today. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be having more people to interview. So please stay tuned and see you all later. Adios.